podcast episode 209 um i'm best eagle alive with me today is the old crow brent what's up man hey buddy hi um audio slash video uh, listening viewing watching audience um sorry we we took an unannounced week off um you know we have some stuff to do um yeah yeah, you know we're back yeah we're back never leave you again ever ever okay (laughs) you're safe now you're home (laughs) um well you're home this is your favorite gaming podcast uh coming to you live this tuesday night on twitch.tv slash edgy stances um nailed it that was tough it's there's like four words in there give me a break um but yes we're going to talk about some games you can also check the podcast out um each week on itunes google play um edgystances.com wherever wherever you listen to podcasts it's cool but you're here you're great it's awesome you did great congratulations nailed it yeah um man i feel like so much has happened it's been it's been two weeks. I'm all hot and bothered right now. I mean, I feel like a lot hasn't happened. Post Malone held so, a Pokemon concert. What do you mean no, a lot is, hasn't happened? That is big news. All right. F- hey, fair enough. Okay. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. Um, it's okay. But I yes. Understand. You just you <laughs> love Post Malone so much. Uh, and I mean, you're just infatuated with Pokemon. I understand. Yeah, I have been known to be called the Snorlax of my generation. Um, I don't know what that means. Me neither. Uh, but so yeah, real quick, Post Malone did have a concert for Pokemon. Uh, it was great. Um, if you like Post Malone and Pokemon, it's, it was it was that, you know. I mean, am I allowed to ask why? You you are allowed to ask why. Go ahead. Why? Moving on. Um, yeah, I I have no idea why. Why it's Post Malone a Pokemon fan? I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago when the announcement came out, but like I still don't know why. Yeah, I I feel like um, we would have known he's a Pokemon fan uh, with I don't know. A Pokeball on his forehead, or like a Pikachu <laughs> yeah. on his eyelids. Yeah, I think his I face like tattoo like says puts "always catching." I think that's what it says. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that probably wouldn't go well for his line of work. Hey, I mean, you know, maybe, um, maybe you could get some of that Pokemon money. I mean, a walking billboard. Hey, man, forehead. He probably made a good penny. Uh, but they announced some stuff, so. I'm not gonna go into what they announced they because I like I don't really follow Pokemon, so I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's remakes. I don't know what's new games. Um, I'm kind of like at a loss for what they announced. And that's do Do you want me to do you want me to toss it at you? Toss it at me, man. I'll catch it. I'm always catching. So, <clears throat> um, <laughs> they kind of <laughs> touched a little more on Pokemon Snap Two. Uh, super hyped for. Because if you owned an N64, yes. you owned Pokemon Snap, I, and you played it religiously. I rented everything from um, Blockbuster exactly for two nights. 
and it mm-hmm. it probably cost I mean, my parents more than buying me an N64 and the game. I mean, just look, look, look how influential Pokemon is over the years. All of the thirty odd year old um, photographers with beards, I mean, they got their start with Pokemon Snap, catching those flutter I mean, bees. You know, that's where they. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's where they learned their passion. Um, <laughs> but anyway, a little bit more on Pokemon Snap Two. Uh, they have their stickers now, so you can put stickers on your virtually captured via digital film uh pokemon stickers are good images yeah stickers that's pretty hype um they announced the re- remake uh re- redoing do-overed ruby and sapphire no diamond and pearl brilliant brilliant diamond you you see why uh, i didn't go into this because it's, it's tough <laughs> But so, like, most people thought they were going to go, like, the uh, let's go route, like they did um, with the first gen. But they kind of mm-hmm. did a throwback. They kind of just, like, I don't know, up the graphics, at least, uh, from the original game, which I thought was um, pretty cool. Okay. I don't know, people seem to kind of push back against the Go series, I want to say. I didn't really hear, hear the hype is... for it, as you would have thought, but... No. Okay. Um, but... And then they announced um, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah. What does Which that seems mean? to be Arceus is the god Pokemon. And <laughs> Wait. Yeah, yeah. God Pokemon? Yeah, he is the god of all Pokemon. He's He created Pokemon. Is, um, is he like a Pokemon um, or a human? He's like a. Or is he like Megazord? Yeah. Or Zordon? What's he's his like Zordon? Smoke face? He kind of looks like a, de- a deer. Um, <laughs> what? With a gold ring around his torso? Yeah, dude, I like um, that. I like that a lot. Uh, uh, sounds like I'm making stuff up. Totally not. Uh, uh, anyway, but this game looked to be. Um, what I think we all kind of assumed the next installment of Pokemon was going to be. This looked like uh, open world completely, not these, you know, whatever Sword and Shield gave us. Like, really open world tossing, uh, like, it seemed to be like ancient Pokeballs at uh, Pokemon in the Wild. Um, yeah. It looked good, in my opinion. It looked like the step I've wanted Pokemon to take for quite some time. Uh, and I'm crazy hyped. Great. Um, I hope it doesn't, I hope it doesn't, uh, let anybody down, but it looked like a Pokemon meets Breath of the Wild or Breath of the Wild with Pokemon. I saw some like direct comparison screenshots of like Link standing on a cliffside and whoever your Pokemon dude is standing on a cliffside and it looked, Mm. let's just say there was some inspiration there. It seemed like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, didn't we touch on that like two years ago? Um, Game Freak said um, after the seeing the success of Breath of the Wild, they're uh, more inclined to look in, into that direction for the genre. Yeah. I feel like we touched something on that. Yep. And uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, it's good. Smart, you know. Um, the the uh, 
I, I do want to say before we move on, I have looked up a picture of this Pokemon god, and you have described it well as a as a deer with a gold ring around it. It's, it's, yep. it's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It does look very sharp and scary. Yeah. But does it soothing look like in a god? way. Like, do you, do, you, do you think Pikachu has a picture of that um, above his bed in his room? <laughs> a little, like, gold chain around his neck with a, mm-hmm. with a deer god on it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Um, okay. Well, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting me just splurge all that out. You're as, welcome. As I fumbled through it. You're welcome. Uh, all right. So I did see a pretty interesting little nugget of news. Uh, Mediatonic, the devs that make Fall Guys, um, hmm. they were purchased by Epic this week. And can I just say I'm shocked that you didn't say it was purchased by Microsoft? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, fair. It wouldn't surprise me. Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I'm owned by Microsoft at this point. You are. You are hundred percent. Okay. Um, but yeah, so MediaTonic, they said they're gonna like continue business as usual. Um, the acquisition is not gonna mean anything for fall guys like specifically off the bat um you know it's going to be kind of be just like hey new owners more money more options um but yeah nothing's changed i just thought it was an interesting pick because like fall guys is interesting but mediatonic doesn't really have that portfolio um a lot of major studios do nothing against them i just like don't think like fall guys is definitely their hit of their catalog so um i guess maybe it was a a cheap get for epic they haven't said how much the acquisition Mm. was or anything like that so do you think the um next installment uh, especially with this epic money will be like uh uh, jump women what Uh, oh uh, sorry trip Trip girls, trip girls, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, I like that. R- run kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think it, there's only one direction they can go. Really, here's the question: is it's down apparently, and I, there may already be an answer for this. I'm not sure, but who do you think gets the first crossover? Does Fortnite get a Fall Guys skin, or does? Uh, Fall Guys get a Fortnite skin first because they're both in the skin game pretty hard. Is there any like, um, does Fall Guys have any like uh, IP skins? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Hmm. I think so. I mean, they they did a bunch of, like Twitter like publicity stunts around a lot of that stuff. So I. No, I think Fortnite is just going to only be played on the Fall Guy maps. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like that. That's what it'll be. What if they just flip-flopped and, like, you can build stairs and walls in Fall Guys? That seems like that would be nice and trolly. I would say it would defeat uh, the whole purpose of the game, but you know what? I think you're onto something. Um, (laughs) Hey, keep that down. Okay. Start writing an email. Yep. Uh, first class mail Copyright sent to myself. That. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trademark those words. Uh, your nose. Um. So, all right. You've got some notes. Um. 
that we kind of gathered from last week and stuff too. I read this story and thought it was pretty interesting about Sony talking about their mm. next-gen VR headset. Because mm. mm-hmm. they've been really weird with how they've spoken about VR on the PlayStation 5. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, you can't just plug in your PS4 VR headset to the PS5, right? I would totally correct you if you were wrong, and I knew that for a fact. It's actually a good question. Um, um, but yeah, no, I want to say no, you can't just do that. Okay. Um, I mean, you can't even plug in a, a DualShock 4, can you? So No, I don't think so. Uh, but, so yes, um, what's his name? Oh, Jim Ryan? Is that his name? Drunk Got work. it. Um, has said that they are working on a new headset for uh, the PS5. It is going to be improved. Field of view, better resolution, um, a little bit like better tech behind it. Sounds good. They said they're working, okay, okay, yeah. they're working on uh, new controllers. Probably going to ditch the moves, mm. maybe for some knuckle-style ones that everybody seems to have moved to. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, one cord instead of its kind of nightmare hellscape of cords going to the PS4. Uh, it, it did have a lot of cords because you've, you've messed with one of these, correct? Yes. So I think there's maybe... So we use the breakout box. So it's maybe one or two cords to the breakout box and then two cords to the PS4 as well. Like, Oh, is that, they just don't hook straight into the PlayStation? There's another box? You can, I think. The breakout box like improved um, processing. Right. Okay. Um, but, hmm. yeah, and then you have the camera. Uh, that plugs into the PS4 um, as well, the move camera. Right. So, um, you know, maybe it's closer to like an Oculus, uh, what's it called, the Quest, where mm-hmm. it's inside-out tracking. You don't need a camera for it. Um, right. Which would be nice. And, I mean, the Quest is wireless, but you could hook it to a PC with USB-C for, like, better processing. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I wonder if it may be something more like that to where – it can be wireless, but you can hook it, like, for better processing. Um, I don't know. I think, like, the PSVR is a good headset. It's comfy. It worked well. Plug-and-play design's great. Um, you know, I didn't like the move camera, but not having to set up lighthouses all over the room was definitely, like, a plus. Sure. Just, you know, set up that one camera. Um, so, but... It says it's going to be a while. It's not coming soon. So. Uh, what, uh, what's, what's the price point? What's the price point that undeniably you would go out and buy it? I think that like 300 mark. It's got to be like around there to be like a bargain. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. At the same time, I'm more interested to see them compete with the high-end stuff like the Indexes and Oculus and stuff like that. Because right. like the, like the big fidelity of those VR headsets are like much different than the PSVR. 
Like PSVR is good yeah. and it's immersive and it gets you there, but it's not like on the same scale of the fidelity of the index and um, right fives and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know what I want honestly. Like I I want more options like the Oculus Quest, right? The wireless, not having to tie to a PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think that's super attractive. Like. I would buy an Oculus Quest if it wasn't tied with Facebook. Right. Flat out. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they can get an Index Quest, or, you know, if if Valve and HTC can get that working, sold. Sold. So, I don't know. What do you, what do you want out of PSVR? What would get you there? Well, uh, me buying a PS5 first, um, because still still don't have one of those. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. Um, again, the three hundred dollar price point would would feel really good, but again, it would have to be. So like the the VRs of today, you know, the quests, the indexes, I feel like that technology is obviously uh, ever. Uh, growing sure. and expanding and getting cheaper. Uh-huh. So if it was 350 and essentially could directly compete with those, yeah. But I mean, like, what's again, the next generation? What's the Valve Index go for right now? Like a grand? Mm hmm. 1300 for everything. So, like, that's a huge difference. You're like, yeah. What is that $1,300 buying you that the. What is the quest? Three, four hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah. Quest mm-hmm. two, whatever we're talking about. Starting at three hundred bucks. Yeah, like. Or, yeah. Is. Like what? What is the difference? What are those headsets made out of? I guess just the tracking and everything, because with those you can, um, you can put. Um, Uh, what am I trying to say? Like markers on like your elbows, your knees, your ankles, and like have full, um, full body motion, like within uh, VR chat, things like that. Sure. Like people can actually dance in those. I feel like you know a PlayStation VR definitely can't do that. Um, I just think the capabilities are bigger there, but. It's still probably a very small niche amount of people that even utilize them. Yeah. So looking at it real quick, yeah, the Valve Index is around a thousand. That's just like retail price. Um, the Oculus Quest Two, sixty-four gig version is three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like it's interesting. The Rift S um, is the PC version of the Oculus. That's three fifty. So, Rift S that that's Oculus. Yeah, that's Oculus. That is like the the PC hooked one, not the wireless one. And I feel like Facebook isn't connected to that because you're playing majority of your stuff on Steam, probably there. I so I believe, if I'm not mistaken, if you have an Oculus headset now, you are forced to sign in with a Facebook account to turn it on. Okay, that's not that bad. That's bad. I mean, it feels weird. If it's bad, I don't like it. No. 
Mm. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to do that, but <laughs> but for for it being so cheap, I mean, what? That's the that's that's the trade off. That's yeah, it's sure. not that bad. Sure, give give Zuckerberg your life. He wants it. Not much. We're already on there. He already has it. Fair enough. You're right. Good point. Um. Well, yeah. So, I'll be curious to see um, how quick they can get this out. I mean, I know we've talked about it before, but this microprocessor shortage is like just tough, like just industry wide for electronics, right? PC Man, parts. Doesn't it feel like we were here three years ago? Doesn't it seem like we're always here? Hey man, stop the yeah. stream. Let's talk about starting our microprocessor business. What do you think? Oh yeah. Um did you did you pick up uh microprocessors for dummies on the way home? <laughs> I got my copy. I, I finished it, it was like two pages long. It said <laughs> It just said buy them. Luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. Um it's I think it's gonna be a while. You know, people are saying they've Seen some Xboxes in stock here and there. Best Buy, Microsoft mm. put up some Xbox One X or Xbox Series Xs um, in their store a little bit. Um, PlayStation Five, they said later this year, maybe mm-hmm. quarter two. Oof. That's a long second time. half. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I um, I saw uh, this article and I just. Find awesome PS5 and Xbox Series X available right now at Best Buy. Stock limited. Update sold out. <laughs> That's you know, not great. No. Nah. And I mean, can, can we just all agree that we're not going to buy from scalpers? So then they just don't. Uh, I don't know. There's always going to be a market how, for how, it, you know. Yeah, but like, how many like? I guess it has to be lucrative, right? I guess there's just people out there that'll just spend a thousand. Yeah. I mean, yes. There are. There always will be, man. Suckers born every minute. Yeah, but if you if you meet that guy in the Walgreens parking lot, I would just want to punch him. <laughs> yeah. And then you get arrested. Because what he's doing is right. legal. <laughs> and then you're explaining it to the police, and you're like, no, he's... <laughs> He sucks, though. All right, let's go. <laughs> Put, slap the cuffs on. <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see when all this rolls out. There will be a day when you'll be able to buy these consoles if you walk into a store. I feel it in I my just bones. Wanna, I just want to play Demon Souls. That's it. Yeah, that's all I want. I do too. Uh, so, did you see these Elden Ring leaks this week? I don't know. Did I? I heard about them and looked for it, and they were like, yeah, it's this super grainy video. Uh, but we don't have it here. I'm pretty you sure it was on like a find it Blackberry, on like recorded on a Blackberry in like 99. This, whatever. Um, yeah, so there were some interesting things uh, said. I won't, won't go too deep into it because it's all speculation at this, but um, some footage, which seems to be of like a gameplay trailer started to leak this week uh jason jason schreier um journalist got out there and said like hey um i'm not too close to the subject but i'm 
hearing things that Elden Ring is going to be sh- shown sooner versus later. It's like, okay, it's it's kind of like non-information, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this leak drops. Um, George R. R. Martin talks about some of the lore that he wrote, and you know, so like, there is this groundswell coming around Elden Ring. And so mm-hmm. the big rumor popped up that Microsoft has an event, I believe at the end of March, um, showing off some games and stuff. And they said, Hey, Microsoft is going to show off Elden Ring. Like it's going to be a get for them. What if it's a Microsoft exclusive? Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and so Aaron Greenberg with Xbox came to Twitter and said, just want to get out in front of things. We are not showing anything Elden Ring. You know, we would like, we wouldn't deny like that kind of world premiere if we had it, you know, like yada, yada, yada. So he like, he definitely stepped away from showing Elden Ring this month at an Xbox showcase. That's all we know. I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't see FromSoft uh, giving that over to Microsoft ever though. I mean, I think it'd only be Sony. At first, for the for for a full announcement or whatever showcase, whatever you're gonna call it. I mean, yes and no. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Was Sekiro Sekiro was shown on the Xbox stage at E3, right? That was when its trailer was shown, like its that's world a, premiere. That's a very good question. Because it wasn't exclusive oh. or anything like that. I think that was just where it made its debut. Because Phil, uh, Phil Spencer's talked a lot about getting the Japanese studios on Xbox's side. Because the Xbox is virtually mm-hmm. nothing in Japan. But, yeah, I mean, they've dumped a ton of money into getting all the Yakuza stuff for Game Pass. and like, mm. Yakuza's great. They keep on going, you know? But, do you... Do you think we'll see Elden Ring in 2021? And and by see it, I mean, I mean like yes. play it. Mm-hmm. I I I wouldn't go that far. I'm. Uh, I mean, because we know nothing of it, right? At all. So hands. We know know where the development was, um, before, um the pandemic and obviously it definitely put a hamper in it somewhere. We know that it, of course, I mean, that's just unanimous across the board. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't see it, if we didn't play it until 2023. I do think it may be a while. Like from soft is like, definitely does not like churn out games. Um, Mm-mm. you know they're not some huge, huge, huge studio. You know they're not some small couple man indie team, but you know this their games take wa- like a good while to do. So yeah, I mean, and they yeah they only pump out polished products, uh, in my uh, opinion. There's a there's a FromSoft jank, like that that is a thing. Not to yeah, but <laughs> that's what makes them good. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue that. It's a, 
It's almost like um, people like blue cheese. You're not wrong. I know what you're saying. But I can't eat blue cheese because it's gross. Like, mm-hmm. the idea of it's fine. Um, but no, I like yeah. I like FromSoft games. There is, um, and, and they are like well put together. They're, they have um, some weird things in them, for sure. Yes. Yes. But like, like I say, I've said it a hundred times. Sekiro was like a big level up for them. I think so. Of like, mm-hmm. hey, it's not an online game. You can pause it. You can walk away from it. You can come back later. Like, mm-hmm. going back mm-hmm. to Dark Souls three and not being able to pause it is wild to me. It's it's wild. It's wonderful. Why? It's not. It's no. It's under no circumstances is that a good thing. It's like. I get that it's part of the you game. You always has a, you always have that excuse. I can't, I, I can't pause it. It doesn't have that function. <laughs> and then so your your mom's like, oh, I totally understand. Please, keep going. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, the dinner can wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a big step up, and but just like the the scope, uh, and the breadth of what has been rumored of what that game is going to be, uh. I th- it's by far from's biggest biggest thing they've ever taken on. So that's what I'm saying. I I don't I wouldn't be surprised if it's years away. Yeah. I also think like you got to think that they they look at something like Cyberpunk, right? That like I put Elden Ring in a similar place of Cyberpunk and that I, I don't think it has the the mass appeal like Cyberpunk did, but people are holding Elden Ring on a pedestal. Like Big time. Yeah. And not to say they shouldn't, but like the expectations are so high. If it's anything other mm. than just like a, a premier A-list game, it will be, people will be devastated, right? Like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rattle Royale, one of our good friends, he is like a soul's head till he dies. I, I was talking to him the other day and he said the literally the only game that he's looking forward to is Elden Ring. That's the only thing that like, keeps him checking gaming news right now it's mm-hmm. like if Elden Ring is a disappointment he'll probably drive his car off a cliff like it's, it's <laughs> it'll be the end of it he'll hang up the controller <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like it's just i am i am worried when the hype train gets behind something so like so strong but i mean FromSoft hasn't let us down yet. I mean, no. They did that weird VR game that nobody cares about. Was it Derelict? Yeah, but you know, that was just, you know. I mean, the bangers. Sure. They've only gotten better. Except maybe not Dark Souls 2, but that was... We won't get into that, but... Their their last couple showings have been real great. Okay, I'll give you that. Very so. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on. Um, yeah, Elden Ring. It'll it'll come out sometime. It'll be perfectly fine. Honestly, I'm just at the point I've tried to completely forget about it. When it happens, it happens. It's, I'll be happy yeah, boy. it's gonna be a huge day when you, like you get a text message with an Elden Ring trailer link in it. Like that's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we should just move past all this hype. And all this uh, speculation. Speculation? Yeah. 
why don't we talk about some games that we did play that we that we we did get into so okay i want to tell you a little story okay um i went over to a friend's house he got a new pc we were checking it out flexing it making Mm -hmm. sure it could run valheim because it's very important to him Mm. um shout out to carbon prototype your beautiful soul uh and so he said hey you know what you should do you should play some escape from tarkov and i said sure i'm a pro gamer nobody can take me out oh oh i mm, i'm okay keep going uh so i said do me a favor get like don't give me anything like i need a gun and that's about it i don't want to lose all your stuff when i get killed in the first four seconds um so he gave you a scab yes he gave me a scab um because he was smart and uh so you know me i don't really play on mouse and keyboard um so i'm i'm struggling moving my character you know it's like of course what opens the menu let's get out of the menu you know yada 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 so uh, i go in a search box as i'm searching the box i hear a man walking up to me which in this kind of game pee a little is terrifying <laughs> it is terrifying and so mm-hmm. i'm trying to get out of the menu i minimize the game like i'm back at like his desktop i'm like no yeah uh, and so i open up uh, i get everything back open i get my inventory turned off and now, mind you this is like a 25 second process of me freaking out clicking every button on his keyboard Mm-hmm. So I finally turn around and there is a man with his back turned searching another box in the same room as me. Guess, guess he didn't see me. So I shot him in the shoulder and he ran off and I never saw him again. So that was my first encounter with a person in Tarkov. It, is it? Yeah. Isn't Tarkov great? Uh, yeah. So let's go on with the story. Okay. So I continue on. Um, there is, uh, gunshots in the distance. There are people being murdered. I am scared. I am crawling through bushes. I am sneaking along walls and I come around the corner and take a couple shots in the back, but yep. I'm, I'm all sweet feet McGee over here and I get around the corner and I do some tactical maneuvering and I peek you know, get my get my little lean on, and he's mm-hmm. checking the other door because he's an idiot, and he lost me, and so I confirmed my first kill. Killed a man, took his very nice, took his plague mask. I am the plague met doctor. Um, so then I continue on on my journey. I come across probably eight to ten bodies, massacre. It's awful. And an idiot looting one of those bodies. Second confirmed kill. No problem. Moving on. I've got about a minute left in the match. Can't find a map. Can't find an exit. Just kind of like, it is what it is. So I'm kind of running through a building. Turn up a stairwell. And there is a man holding, I guess, a shotgun. Or like some sort of rifle or something. Um down the stairs and it's like pressed against my face and he missed he like he missed also 
I'm deaf because like the gunshot was so loud <laughs> in my headphones. Mm-hmm. So I killed him and I got my third confirmed kill. And the match ended and I didn't get any of my stuff out because I couldn't find an extract or anything. But I survived uh-huh. Tarkov. I didn't escape Tarkov. I survived. So there. Wow. There's my Tarkov um, story. Definitely not what I was expecting. Me neither. <sighs> Especially because every I box I went up to to search, I just clicked the mouse button and fired a shot into it and scared myself even more. <laughs> oh, it was awful. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, you know, when when PUBG came out, you know, obviously everyone was Battle Royale, blah, blah, blah. And then Tarkov just seemed like a, a needed departure from it to, you know, a little more sim, a little more mm-hmm. uh, serious. Um, but, dude, I just can't get into it. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll play maybe three matches, um, get gunned down by, I don't know, because I have no idea where these people are, um, and it's just not fun for me. Because then you're just you're scared. Number one, because you finally uh, got the gumption to actually bring some of your stuff in, <laughs> yeah. and you lose it every time. Sure, yeah. Uh, you just have to dedicate a lot of time to that game, and then every I don't know three to six months they do a complete wipe, and you lose everything regardless of how well you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And they update the game, and you have to do it all over. I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah, like there is a hardcore sim addict that is in love with this game. Like I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. But like, when I'm like, I found a gun. I'm like, oh awesome, AK-47. It's like, it doesn't have a magazine. Crap. I find a magazine. It's like magazine doesn't have bullets. I'm like, gosh, I find bullets. It's like, well, you didn't put the bullets in the magazine. It's like, all right, bullets are in the magazine. Put it in the gun. Yeah, like this is. This is becoming crazy, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. um, it is very effective at making you feel like against the elements, which, yes, you know, I'm not a big survival game guy, but this is like the ultimate survival of like not needing like to eat food or water, but like your wits about you and like, you know the the risk reward of bringing your equipment and losing your equipment is crazy. Like that is, mm-hmm. that's scary, scary stuff. But, yeah. Um. So wait, did you enjoy your time there, or did you just kind of, um, you know, like when I was younger, um, if the lights were off in the house, <laughs> if I just sprinted to the bathroom, everything was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it like that? So like. I wouldn't say that I enjoyed it, but it was incredibly exhilarating when, like, I killed a man. It's like, I outsmarted yeah. him, and, like, I I killed him. Like, I, I took all his stuff. Mm. Now, like, I didn't get out with it. <laughs> you know, like, it, it was useless. Um, you mm. know, but that kind of feeling in games is always great. I think that's why Battle Royales have been so successful lately, is it's like, yes, you know, you can be a better shooter than me, like, mechanics wise but it's like maybe i find a gun first and maybe i outsmart you maybe i outplay you or outmove you um mm-hmm. so like it kind of levels the playing field in an interesting way like i've always said the same thing like me and shroud can drop in the same game and if i just happen to get a gun out before he does like my chances of beating him are like one percent more than they were like he'll probably mm-hmm. still punch me to death but like there's i have a shot right to where 
if he and I play Counter Strike, he's gonna shoot me before I turn the corner of the door every time, right? You know, he's yeah, he's a well, and that's one thing with Tarkov. I guess I just can't get into because because <laughs> some people, you know, you can finally bring in that M4 that you have saved up so much to buy, and then your level two armor. And you can go in, but there's a guy with level four armor, yeah. and your bullets literally don't hurt him at all. Um, sure. And it, it is just completely unbalanced. Uh, I don't know, man. I've can I have a sore spot for Tarkov. If you can't tell. <laughs> Seems like that level two armor didn't mm-hmm. cut it for you, huh? No. Uh, whatever it is. Um. Hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Do you do you have the itch now? No. You want to get back in there? No. No, I'm good. I got other stuff. It was cool to play, yeah. though. It was cool to, like, experience it. Because, like, I've watched a lot of Tarkov. But mm-hmm. playing it is is wildly different than watching it. Yeah. Especially, like, I don't do much PC gaming. So, like, messing with the mouse and keyboard was a struggle in its own. And so then, like, hearing yeah. a man in the same room as me was terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so, a couple quick notes. I played the new Call of Duty Outbreak update. Hmm. It's fantastic. Which is... yeah. Okay, that's strange, because I had it um, described to me as a mix of Dirty Bomb mm-hmm. and Zombies. Yes. And I was like, wait, so they, they took a bad game type yes mix it with a good game type and made an okay game type so dirty bomb yes because they use the dirty bomb maps you don't necessarily do anything dirty bomb like right which is good because dirty bomb's terrible um yes zombies is good but also zombies gets real congested like, it's very claustrophobic, right? Like, you are constantly kiting, right. turning around, peeling off a few zombies, and like running in circles. Yeah. That is like, that is the loop of zombies. Yeah. Um, so, in Outbreak, you're not necessarily like doing that kite loop as much as you are doing mm-hmm. objectives, which it's zombies. So, yes, you're going to be grouping them, <laughs> you're going to be throwing a grenade at them, you know, like it's, it's that's what you're doing. Um, but with it being open world, like you can get distance and like reset, you know, like all right, okay, you got bullets, okay, good. You need to pack a punch this gun, good. All right, let's let's get back in there. Um, and then on top of that, they threw a bunch of different objective types at you, which is good. They're fun. There's escort missions. There's defend missions. There's um, like high value targets and stuff like that. It's it's fun, man. They're long games. Um, you know, if you do well and keep going, you know, you're hour plus ish, you know, if you're hmm. rocking and rolling. I, so, so what what is the motivation to do these objectives or are you kind of forced into them? I mean, so like doing your objectives gets you to the end game. In which, in this style of zombies, I've been to world level four or whatever. So basically what it is, is they give you an objective to complete. When you complete that, you've 
you you can basically wipe the map of zombies. You can clear everything out within reason. Um, and but when you're done with the objective, you can then go to the portal, and the portal will let you do two things. You can call in your evac and exfil, take your points and stuff that you've gathered, get out, go back to the lobby, or you can advance the world one level. So like from world level one to world level two, which will put you on a new map. It will raise the difficulty of all your zombies. It will Mm -hmm. give you a new objective. So then you go complete that objective. You get another portal. You can extract or go to world level three, so on and so forth. And world level one, you know, you're, you're knifing zombies, just like round one or two in zombies. World level two is more equivalent to like round 10 World level three is like round 20, you know, like bullet sponges. Mm-hmm. So you're having to upgrade your weapons, pack a punch stuff. It's good. It's real good. So, 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 um, so other than just like exfilling, can, can you just keep going world level up or is there a cap to that? I don't know. We got to the end of world level four and died. That was the furthest I've got. And that took like an hour and a half. Mm. It was, yeah, there's no joke. Uh, I mean, you could do it pretty fast if you just like burn the, uh, the objective and go to the portal and burn the objective and go to the portal. But like if you're hunting around and stuff and doing trials, getting upgrades, it's pretty wild, man. How, how, how many players can you get in there? Four players. Four, four. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that was a ton of fun, you know, getting four buddies in there and just messing around i had a great time i will play more of that yeah it does look it does look okay i guess i guess i'm yeah an open world zombies like that yeah okay open world's a weird word to use for it i just say like a really really big map uh yeah a not a narrow <laughs> corridor map yeah you're on the dirty bomb maps you know how big they are like they're big mm-hmm. yeah I mean, those are enormous compared to, you know, any zombie maps. And there's a little bit of looting here and there. You know, you like you can find chests with random guns. You know, you have your mystery box, mm. you know, like all that stuff. Um, and, you know, it's got that typical zombie thing of you open that mystery box and get a legendary weapon in like the first round. And like, that's going to change the tide of the game for you. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. you're going to do well. <laughs> so it's cool. I'd okay. highly recommend it. I actually might give that a try after this. I would. I would. It's fun. Um, okay. So the um, uh, next one that I played, uh, I checked out the Outriders demo. Do you remember Outriders? Outriders? No. But from what I can tell, it's Remnant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, re- re- revenant, re- rise from the ashes. Remnant Fr- from the ashes. From the ashes is what you're thinking of. Nailed it. I think. Yep, uh, that's what I said the first time around. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Outriders was shown a while ago. Uh, it's by People Can Fly, which are the devs that did Bulletstorm. Which gotcha. Bulletstorm is good. A little weird. Doesn't age super well, but the shooting and stuff was fun. <laughs> but Outriders is a 
three player, like like Destiny style three player, right? Like um, Fire Team, you can do it solo, you can do it with two players, you can do it with three players. Uh, hero based with four classes, I think. Um, Sci-fi adventure, uh, loot based. Um, third person kind of so if you played remnant from the ashes it it plays like that shooting and rolling mm-hmm. um like division or gears almost cover based um third person but so the we'll start with the combat and stuff it it feels like division and gears uh and remnant in like the way the character moves rolling you know slamming up against the walls you know clambering over to the next wall stuff like that but the classes make things really fun they all have two abilities and an ultimate kind of ability they just kind of all on cooldown, um kind of like a diablo almost right like your main ability is mm-hmm. on like five seconds your secondary ability is on like 12 seconds and your ultimate's on like 20 seconds you know um but so like the first character i played was the devastator he's kind of like the tank you know Thick Boys for Life, Captain Buckeye, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but so his passive is that he only heals if he kills an enemy in close range. So there's no other way to heal. No healing items, mm-hmm. no healing pickups. Like You just have to kill people that you're close to, period. Oh, that's super sad. <laughs> Only kill people that are close to you. Yeah, yeah, your friends. Um, <laughs> super, super lonely. But so as I was playing, I start to think like, oh, you know what this is? This is Doom. Like this is Doom saying like, hey, mm. you are not going to survive this, you know, arena by sitting behind a wall. You have to go kill. Mm. You have to go kill close to people. You have to get in there. Mm-hmm. And yes, your health is going to fluctuate. Like you're going to be at 100 HP, and you're going to be at 10 HP, and you're going to go back to 100 HP, and you're going to go back to 10 HP. And it's just like, it is nonstop, right? Like when you are fighting, you are taking damage, you are getting health, you are taking damage. It is. Yeah, just ignore that HP gauge. Pretty much. You know, it's just like, you know what you have to do. You have to slay. Mm-hmm. Like it is not like the division in which it's like, all right, get behind this wall and poke at the boss a little bit. And then when he's reloading, throw a grenade. And then move over to this wall and take out a guy or two. It is go, 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 go. Um, so that was the Devastator class. He has an ability, like the first one you got, it's like a ground pound. His ultimate was like take less damage for a few seconds. So you can like tank an ability or tank a heavy shot. Um, and then his last ability was like a fly up into the air and ground pound. It was, hmm. it was cool. Um, so then I tried out the pyromancer class, which he's all about fire. So his first ability that he gets, he whips up fire out of the ground in a big straight line, sets enemies on fire. Um, but his thing, you don't have to be close to an enemy to heal, but your enemy has to, you have to kill an enemy that was affected by your status. So like you have to Mm -hmm. set somebody on fire and then kill him and you'll get health back. But 
where the team aspect comes into is you can light five guys on fire and then if any of them die by any of your teammates you're getting health back so like <laughs> it's like hey i got these dudes on fire i need you to take one of them out because i'm hurting you know and like it's that push pull of you know, that kind of stuff it plays great i had a ton of fun with it a ton of fun yeah yeah were you were you playing solos or did you have a team with you so i did the most of the demo through solo um they give you the whole first chapter demo it's demo right now mm-hmm. free demo is this game not out yet no uh soon gotcha um but yeah so i did um my one character pretty much alone through the whole thing and then i started that pyromancer and then played with a full team of carbon and gants and rattle um we kind of poked around with it and like it's it's really good it's got the loot loop of like hey i got a shotgun it's got a few more dps than the last one um your armor when you equip it on your character it shows and like looking at some of the late game stuff it seems like they get pretty wild which i'm very excited mm-hmm. for did, did, did like any of the weapons or uh was there armor you loot as well yeah yeah it's like think of oh. like destiny right three weapons mm-hmm. and then your helmet shirt pants and shoes and gloves did, did you see any like like i quirky stuff like you know some of the legendaries uh from like destiny to where you know uh, this helmet will you know your your cooldown is uh like halved or you know this gun does something absurd like it's a shotgun but shoots grenades <laughs> so um all the weapons are pretty tame you know like for the most part like smgs look like smgs snipers look like snipers you know like that kind of thing um i did fight a boss who was shooting me with a lightning gun like a very ornate weird like lightning gun um i didn't get it like from killing him or anything but i definitely Mm -hmm. think that was the game saying like hey he may drop it if you kill him you know so maybe keep running that mission you know Mm -hmm. they didn't show any of that stuff they didn't show any weird stuff but in the trailers and stuff you definitely see some weird looking things um so i think that may come down the line i didn't see anything past gray or green rarity items Mm. um the one thing i will say most of the weapons were like ah five percent crit chance um you know extra magazine they all had perks towards the end of the demo i did get an smg that had 20 percent life steal and it was like Mm. oh okay so there are going to be some weird perks, maybe. So, gotcha. I, I think it may well, um, be there. Could could you could you have traded those across your classes, or um, did it seem that um, like certain classes uh, would only drop, certain or certain weapons would only drop for certain classes? So f- from what I saw on playing through both times, uh, I got all the weapons for both characters. Um, and in your little home base area, there was a stash box. I wonder if that's uh-huh. going to be like a an inventory of like you can swap between characters. I don't know. I didn't try um, to do any of that stuff. And it does seem like the loot hmm. is specifically dropped. You know, like if you kill the boss, you get a gun, you get a gun, and you get a gun. Like the loot isn't shared. Everybody gets their own drops. 
Mm-hmm. And they and they were all different jobs as well. Yeah, it seemed that way. Um, and like level specific. So if you were like a level behind, it would drop you stuff at your level. Um, but I had, we had a ton of fun with it. I also really liked the sci-fi story. It was good. Um, it reminded me, I'm going to say this with caution. It reminded me a lot of Anthem in a good way. Like what? Just like a alien planet. So Earth... Uh, you, with, like, high-tech stuff? Yeah, like, Earth is blown up, and you're sent on a colony ship to go colonize this other planet. So you've been asleep for, like, 80 years, and mm. the planet is not, like, super nice. Um, but it was just, like, that similar setup of, like, like unknown threats and stuff that Anthem never made good on. You know, they set all that stuff mm. up, but they never came through with any of it. So yeah, maybe this will... I don't know. I was intrigued to start. It seemed cool. So, um, I think this is... Uh, apparently comes out next month on the 1st. Yeah. Um, I think this is definitely like a pickup for me, for sure. And with a beefy free demo to play, I'd go try it out. It was cool. Yeah, I'm um, waiting to click download on this demo uh, once we're over with this. Nice podcast because i don't want to uh, mess up the stream but yeah i'm, I'm definitely going to download this i'd like to hear your thoughts on it it was pretty good um well all right i got like one more thing to cover real quick did you get in anything um this week you've been playing smash you've been piranha planting it up um i think I, I probably played smash once or twice i mean no dude the biggest news for me um uh uh pyra and mithra got announced uh, as the next uh, DLC characters for Smash Ultimate, are they? Uh, uh, don't tell me. Don't tell, are they Fire Emblem characters? No, they are Xenoblade Chronicles Two characters, um, and apparently they are li- li- living. They're the the Rex's sword. They are Rex's sword, but they're anime women that are also a sword um yeah oh gosh and and they are um uh how do i say um maybe inappropriate for smash um go ahead and go ahead and look them up and you'll understand what i mean what was the name Um, again or pyra p-y-r-a and mithra will be there uh Yes, she will. Right alongside. Um, but yeah, so we will get more information about them uh, this Thursday on, what is that, the 4th? F- I mean, yeah. I'm trying on, to think of a, a tactful way to they, say this, but they're kind of busty for Smash. Very, very busty for Smash. Um, when when hmm. uh, they announced Terry, um, people were asking if some girl... Uh, fighter was gonna come in uh from what's terry from king of fighters king, king of fighters yeah. uh yeah and and it they said no because smash is for good boys and girls and i saw these <laughs> this is not for good boys wait i thought smash was for good boys. this is and for girls. the bad boys uh yeah Ugh. um but they actually look really really cool i'm hyped for it i don't are they sword characters you know blade yeah, you said yep. sword and, a lot, so I, I assume so. 
Yeah. Um, but apparently they they seem to play like um, Pokemon Trainer, which um, Pokemon Trainer, if you down B, you can cycle through Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard, okay. respectively. Um, and it seems that they kind of have the same thing where you can kind of instantly um, flip from one to the other. Um, Pyrus seems like she's like a heavy hitter. Um, and then Mithras seems like she's super nimble and quick and, and can combo you hard. Um, so I'm excited. Again, any character coming to Smash, I'm pretty hyped about. Sure. Uh, I get it. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear more uh, on Thursday. I cannot wait. I hope they launch that day. Exciting. I hope they do for you too so you can play with your anime girls. I know your style. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> They're living swords. That's fine. Okay. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I just know that they have eight. Wait. But so I looked up to Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And uh, so like, you know, you're seeing, you're looking at those anime girls or whatever. And, you know, much of the rest of Xenoblade Chronicles kind of looks like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have British accents in the game. Yeah. Which is... Um, just so confusing uh yeah um xenoblade's a weird game yeah couldn't uh i don't know (sighs) well all right i'll round things out with us for a little bit more wholesome um uh game i I played some dirt five it's for good boys and girls okay it's it's just muddy cars okay Sounds dirty. Oh, it's for dirty boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dirt 5, I was interested in. Uh, it came to Game Pass. Um, not really like a game that I think I'd buy, mm-hmm. but hey, coming to Game Pass, sure. I'll try it out. Um, Dirt 4, I didn't love. It didn't, like, the driving didn't click with me um, like I wanted it to. It was a little too simmy in the racing and the handling. Simmy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. This is completely opposite. This is full arcade. This is drifting around every corner. This is hmm. having fun. Um, it is very, very well made. Um, and is an excellent showpiece on the Xbox Series X. Um, it is incredibly high frame rate, high resolution, runs great, looks great. Um, really will flex your 4K TV. <laughs> you know, like, this is a this is a trailer that they would show at like Best Buy on loop on the TVs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, wait, I thought the Dirt series it was all like super semi. Yeah. And never arcadey. No, this is not that at all. Like they they have right. completely departed from that. I don't even know if you hmm. can like I'm tune your car at all or upgrade it. It's just I'm surp- It is not that. I'm surprised they didn't like call it something else to differentiate that. Right. Because I feel like some people might be upset about that. Sure. I could see that. Um, but it is a ton of fun. I've like thoroughly enjoyed playing it this week. It is it's a blast. And they also do um you can create your own tracks. Um and mm-hmm. with that people have made like a lot of weird stuff, which is that's been a lot of fun to kind of poke around almost like what do you mean weird stuff well like um just like weird tracks that like go up into the sky that are like super technical and you know like completely unrealistic oh. like track mania style stuff you know huh it's good it's it's a lot of fun 
Um, so won't won't take up too much of your time. Um, but I figured at the end of this show we do overachievers on Dirt Five, right? Sound good? Oh, okay, okay. Um, I see what you did there. Yeah, it's you see what I did. End. You see what I did. Uh, so each week at the end of the show we do a little segment called Overachievers. Uh, where we take a look at a game's achievements, um, breaking down some of the most common down to some of the rarest. So, kicking things off uh, with the most common achievement in the game is long jump. It's to jump 50 meters in a single jump. It's very easy. This will happen just by playing a few races. Um, there are big jumps, so it's no problem. So, this has been completed by 78.74% of players. Okay. Not great for how easy it is. Like it just kind of happens. Right. Nothing well, special you gotta do. Didn't you say this just came to Game Pass? It did last week, I think, early this week. So, you know, I, I, I'll give it to him. I guess it's not that bad. Hmm. Um. Next up, I got gonna need new tires, which to perform a hundred meter drift. Which, yeah, this isn't hard. You gotta. You got to do it a little bit, right? Like you got to initiate the drift and stuff, but um, that's only been completed by thirty-seven point three nine percent of players. Okay, there it is. Yeah, a little bit of a drop off. Nobody's nobody's sliding. You know what I mean? It's whiffing it, drifting. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one's pretty telling. This is a graduation ceremony, which is to complete chapter one of the campaign. Um. It's like maybe less than 10 races. Pretty quick. It's your intro. They show you a few different kinds of uh, uh, the races they do, the sprints, the circuits, the stampedes. Um, that's only been completed by 31.3% of players. Mm. I mean, don't people typically just like, is this open world at all? No. No, this is all track-based. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a Game Pass thing. Maybe those numbers will go up as people have time to get with it. Oh, because like when I was just watching that trailer, it seemed like open-worldy. And I was like, okay, I get it. Not really. It's more like um, it's all track-based, but some of the tracks are a little more like open like you're going across like fields and stuff. They're not like mm-hmm. turn left, turn right here, you know. But most of them are. Right. It is your typical. It is your typical like, hey, you're on the uh, New York track. Uh, you're on the New York track reversed. You're on the New York track at night. You're on the New York track at night reversed. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. Heard. Uh, but it's good. So. Uh, here's where the drop-off happened. This is for Extreme Acceleration, which is to complete Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Maybe 20 races in. Um, this is at 13.82%. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh, pretty rare. Pretty rare. Um, Alright, so next up I got Blank Slate, which is to built and tested your first playground. Um, which is the playgrounds are the like player created tracks. You can kind of do whatever you want there. Um, I just set down a start line and a finish line, tested it, got this achievement, easy money. Uh, but it has only been completed by 8.37% of players. Mm. 
Which, like, I'm not a guy who creates tracks. I like to drive the created tracks. I do not like to create them. Mm-hmm. So, I can see right. that. Next up, we got No Event Left Behind, which is to complete every career event. Which This seems like a little bit of a bear, because as you go through the, the events, you will... They're like... Um, split on a tree like you can go left or right and kind of like keep working your way through the events so mm-hmm. you would have to go back and do all the ones that you didn't do which i mean there's a lot of races uh but this is down at 1.31 percent it's pretty rare okay. pretty rare uh and then last up we've got the the rarest of the rare we've got spare some change for gas which is to drive 1,000 miles. This is in total, uh, and that is at 0.4%. That doesn't feel like a lot. It's not. I'm like 30% done with it. Like I feel like uh, if there's so many races and every career event to get that, you would have to drive 1,000 miles. Yeah, but I think, like, it keeps it pretty true to, like, distance. So, like, you'll race for four or five minutes on a track, and I think that will be about, like, two or three miles. You know, like, it's... Yeah. You know, it's not like this miles, like the Daytona 500. You know, like, you're not doing 500 miles. Right. So, it's going to take a little while, but I still think it's pretty crazy that it's so low. I mean, like... It, it doesn't seem like they have the hardcore population who are just like racing every day, right? Like someone who gets onto right. Forza Horizon and just races all day long. I mean, I will say this game came out in uh, November 6th, 2020. Yes. So it's still kind of new. Yeah, it launched with the console. It was oh. one of the very few <laughs> launch titles um, uh, Oh, yeah, because uh, launch was what, November 10th? Something like that. And no, I think it was the 6th because yeah. PlayStation was the 13th. You might be right. I think that was launch day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you you going to stick with it then? Because, I mean, I know you look like your driving games. I do. Um, and this seems like a good, like, hop in, hop out. So it's got the quick resume and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. like, if I turn my Xbox on and I click on Dirt 5 and I click on Race, it is, like, 10 seconds before like i'm driving mm-hmm. which like from the time you grab the controller yes which is real good for a game that's like i'm gonna spend 20 minutes with this while dinner's cooking or you know mm-hmm. waiting for the dogs to come back in from outside like it is good at that so it may stick mm-hmm. around maybe i'll drive a thousand miles maybe i won't i don't know i don't know But yeah, shout out to your overachievers getting it in Dirt 5. Get it. Get it. You know what else you should do? You should you should get it with our Discord or our our Twitter or our slap that bell icon. <laughs> Smash it. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, check out our socials at edgy stances, you know, pretty much anywhere. Guest carry live in chat, reminding everybody it's free. It is. You don't pay a thing for oh, it. Oh, shoot. Thank you, Carrie. Yeah, it is. 
I got this note written down over here. It says it's free. Um, but yeah, so you can find us anywhere at Edgy Stances. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Leave a review, leave a comment, send an email, and you know, share it with a friend, share it with your mom, share it with your dad, do whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> old Crow, where can the people find you? Uh, as always, uh, lurking on a power line in the Discord. <laughs> uh, you know, I would say, yeah, tell your mom and dad. Uh, maybe tell someone uh, this would be more pertinent to their life. Uh, but, you know, hey, a, a subscriber, a, a bell dinger is a bell dinger. I don't know how that came off. <laughs> came off, but, uh, came off kind of bad, but <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find me at Best Eagle Alive. You can ding my bell anytime you want. It's fine. I won't stop you. <laughs> uh, but we want to thank you so much for listening. Um, catch us next week. If you missed the stream, hop on over to uh, twitch.tv slash stances next week. Smash the bell, as the, the people would say. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. I hope you have the best day you've ever had.